You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned into Fit Girl Talk Radio as always. Today we have on Erin Washington. Erin um, lives outside of the Washington, D.C. area in Virginia, um, and she is a busy mom of two toddlers, and um, she is an author. And that's really why I have her on. Um, She preaches balance and um, life of living healthy and happy as a busy working mom and all the things that we deal with all the time. Um, But she's doing it and she's rocking it. So Erin, welcome and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I am 38. I have two kids. I have a four-year-old daughter and an 18-month-old son. And I actually got into the best shape of my life um, at 37 after having both my kids. So I had to write a book about it. (laughs) Um, I spent so many years just obsessing about food, uh, working out seven days a week, only doing cardio. Um, I struggled with eating disorders growing up, um, just feeling like, you know, I was restricting my calories, working out, you know, doing all the right things. And I wasn't seeing the scale move. Um, I was an athlete, so I played soccer all my life, always like training hard. So, you know, kind of what happens with that when you stop playing soccer, um, when you've been playing it your whole life and your body kind of changes, you know, it's kind of spiraled into depression for me, as I mentioned, eating disorders and a decade worth of struggle. Um, I finally came out of it. I found balance, which is working out hard, but also enjoying my life, not spending seven days in the gym. And I really can't anymore because I have two kids. So it's like when I can get to the gym, um, I get there maybe four days a week. Um, I work out harder, but again, I make more time for my family and I'm 20 pounds lighter than when I was in the gym seven days a week. So the book needed to be written. (laughs) Absolutely. So I love, I love at the beginning of your book, it mentioned something about, um, it's not too late, like however old you are or whatever, it's not too late. Um, And I love that because I don't know, I feel like even in my early thirties, people are, you know, you just feel like there's like this like negative thing about getting older and all you hear about is your metabolism slows down and it gets harder and it's harder, but here you are and you're proof that um, really doesn't matter and it doesn't mean anything if you know what to do. Exactly. And I figured it out so late, like in my twenties when I didn't have kids and I could be in the gym all the time. Like I said, I was only doing cardio. My metabolism turned back on when I started lifting. And I feel like a lot of women shy away from weights. They don't want to bulk up. So it's same with me. I just wanted to tone, never had muscle tone until I started lifting much heavier. It's a stigma. Your body is not going to bulk up naturally. You know, the women that lift in competitions have to eat a certain way and train a certain way for it to do that. So lifting heavy, turned back on my metabolism and eating more. And those were things I wasn't doing in my twenties. The eating more, I 
I know people are skeptical about it. Um, telling people, you know, you can lose weight just by eating more and lifting heavy. And people are like, huh, I get it. Um, I was cardio queen seven days a week. I'm telling you, trust me, if you were in the gym, you know, six, seven days a week and you're not losing weight, I guarantee you, you're not eating enough. And you probably feel like you're doing it the way that they teach women to do it. Calories in versus calories out. You know, I'm not eating that much. I'm working out a lot, so I should lose weight. When you do that, your body turns off. Um, your metabolism just stops because your body thinks you're starving. It goes into starvation mode. It's just trying to keep you alive and get through your workouts. As soon as I started eating more, meaning like every couple hours, you know, eat clean, but eat often. I lost five pounds in two weeks, which I couldn't lose five pounds in months before. This scale would not budge. And it was because I wasn't eating enough. The game changers for me, eating more, lifting heavy, restarted my metabolism. And I have it in the book, exactly how to get started with the metabolism reset. Like you said at the beginning, it's you're not too old. It's not too late. You can change your life. And I did it at 38. I think you said that there's a stigma like about working out and like your metabolism slowing down. I think the other stigma is like, you're a mom, you know, you should be home with your kids. You know, why are you in the gym? And I always had that perception. And I preach about like, you matter too you're in charge of your kids, you know, you're a spouse, you're a friend, you're all these things to other people. If you take care of yourself and make yourself a priority and can be happy in your body, which was something I didn't find for decades. Now that I'm happy with my body, I'm a better mom. I'm a better spouse and a better friend because I make myself a priority. You shouldn't feel bad about going to the gym and getting childcare for an hour or find a gym that has childcare. You are putting something into yourself so that you can be better to the other people around you. So you shouldn't feel bad about it. Um, and if you don't have childcare and you are at home with your kids in your late thirties, you know, I have three circuits that I can think of right now that I just put on my Instagram that I do at home with my kids. My kids are having fun. You know, I'm using them for squats and overhead presses and abs and they're cracking up. They're so happy that they have my full attention and I'm sneaking in a workout. So everybody wins. No one's neglected and I'm making myself a priority. Yes, absolutely agree with you on that. And also it's something to do when you're stuck yes, inside all day this time of year. <laughs> right. You're like, what's the next activity with these kids? Yes. So it's something to do for an hour. Exactly. And they're, they're a part of it. They're happy that my son, when he has my full attention, I mean, I have it on my YouTube channel, my Instagram, he's cracking up laughing. You know, he's heavy. He's like 34 pounds. And so it's like to do arms and, you know, squats with him. I'm getting in a great workout. Don't use the excuse that, you know, I can't go to the gym. I have my kids at home. Don't make that an excuse. I have ways that you can find the weights that are in your gym around your house. Everybody has a case of bottled waters. Everybody has that full load of um, clothes in a laundry basket. You can lift that. You can, you know, work up to the case of bottled waters, you know, use your kids. There are ways to get in exercises around you and make yourself a priority. Don't give yourself excuses. It's a new year. It's a new decade. Prioritize yourself. Yes. So Aaron, um, you talked about how you struggled for so long and then all of a sudden you started implementing this new way of eating and training and you saw results, but where, where did that come from? Where did you learn that? And um, where did the crossover happen for you? That's a great question. Um, I actually, after struggling with a serious, serious eating disorder, I talk about it in my book. I thought that I was healed. Um, and basically I just beat that eating disorder and it turned into something else. Um, there's something called orthorexia. And I just learned about it even after writing my book because people had reached out to me, um, an obsession with eating clean. Um, and it's basically like when you have an obsessive personality, like I had, um, 
one eating disorder turned into something else. Like I beat one thing and then my obsession turned into eating clean all the time, like watching my calories, obsessing about working out seven days a week. I did that for so long. And a trainer in my gym was like, you know, why are you so frustrated? And I was like, I work out seven days a week. I'm barely eating and I'm not losing weight. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, you need to eat more. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So what changed it for me is we downloaded MyFitnessPal. And I'm sure there's other apps that you can use, but it takes into account how much you're working out, your age, um, you know, your gender, everything about your lifestyle. And then it, you put in um, how much you're eating. I found out on the day that I downloaded that app that I was under eating by 900 calories a day um, for how much I was working out. So he just very simply said, like, you just need to eat more. And it's just, like I said, it goes against everything we're taught, like eat more to lose weight. But I'm telling you, trust me, I, I get that people are skeptical about it. But if you just start eating more, you will see how much hungrier you start to be. And my, I started losing the weight. Then as I became a mom, like I don't have enough, I don't have seven days to be in the gym. So that obsession kind of just worked its way out because now I have to be at home with my kids. So now maybe I have four days a week, but because I'm a mom and I need to get out of there, I know I've got those four hours. I'm going to get everything out of my workout that I can get. And I push myself to a much higher level um, of lifting heavier, you know, running faster. So I get more out of my workouts in less time. I eat more. And then on the weekends, like I'm home with my kids and I just found this balance where I lost 20 pounds. And when I was working harder at it, like obsessing about working out, obsessing about my diet, I couldn't lose the weight. Now I live with balance. I enjoy cocktails. Um, I eat clean, but I also let myself have what I want so that I stay with this plan. It's another thing that I talk about. Like there has to be a balance. I, for me, it's a spicy margarita. I need to know that I can have that. And if I have it, I'll just make an allowance for it somewhere else in my day. I won't have, you know, a cookie like after lunch, I won't have uh, a piece of birthday cake. Or if I really want the birthday cake at a party, I won't have a glass of wine with it. If I want the wine, don't have the cake. You just find a balance in your life so you can still have the things that you want, um, but you're not feeling like completely deprived. So it's a sustainable lifestyle. You're not going to quit when you're on a diet. And the way I used to eat, you know, I, I'm not going to drink wine. Like it's all the calories and the sugar. And then, okay, I have a glass of wine. Then I tell myself, you know, I'll just start over on Monday. I had the wine. So you almost like allow yourself to just eat bad the rest of the weekend. I, I broke my diet, but now living with balance, I, I can have wine. Then don't, if I have wine at happy hour, don't have it at dinner. Just live with a balance so you can still enjoy your life and you'll stick to this plan. So a journey to finding balance is like the theme of your book and yeah. everything that you talk about. So that's something that we hear all the time, right? Just be balanced, yep. find balance yes. in what you eat and how you live and this and that and work and home and blah, blah, blah. As somebody that you previously struggled for so long with all of your health and nutrition and fitness. Um, yep. And then, you know, this trainer told you to eat more and start lifting weights. Um, how do you keep women from being afraid or not even afraid, but maybe just not even fully listening or hearing what you have to say? Like, how do you get them to believe and buy into what's really working here and um, your concept? I think what, um, I, well, I'm on Instagram all the time. I, I put the tips that are in my book, like one by one, um, I post it like every week um, to keep people motivated. I think a Transformation Tuesday post that I did once where I shared a picture of myself, what was that, maybe 15 years ago, and then a picture of myself now. It's actually the cover of my book. Um, and I said, the girl on the left worked out seven days a week, cardio, cardio, only ate salads. Like that's all I would allow myself at a restaurant. I wouldn't even look at anything else getting the salad. 
I said, the girl on the right eats all day long, lifts heavy, works out maybe four days a week. And that resonated with so many people. They were like, okay, <laughs> like now they're seeing it. And now I, I have credibility. Like I didn't, I've not always been in shape. I just found this and I struggled. I've done all of the diets and diets are great. And dry January is great, but it's going to end at some time. They're not sustainable. So just living this balanced lifestyle, you don't need to work hard, like as hard as I was working out, like just get in the gym, work out a few days a week, watch what you're eating, but also allow yourself to have what you really want. So you stay with it. Stop the obsession, stop the restriction. It's about modification and moderation, not restriction. Like when I go out to eat now, I get what I want, like literally whatever I want. If there's fish tacos on the menu, I'm getting it. But say they bring you three fish tacos, I'll eat one, I'll take two home. And because I'm hungry all the time now, my metabolism is running, like maybe when I get home, I'll have the second one. Um, maybe swap out the fries for a salad. Um, but if you really want the fries, get the fries. You don't have to eat all of them. Eat a couple so you don't feel deprived. All these kind of tips like that. Like order what you want, enjoy food so you don't feel like you're missing out on anything and then you're not gonna quit. Um, again, I just think the pic, I posted pictures of my wedding dress. Like what I did to get in my wedding dress um, when I was 33, I was eating this weird soup with like cabbage soup. I was doing two days bridal boot camp that I just like put myself in and I got in the dress, but what I had to do to get into it was crazy. I tried on the dress and I have a picture of myself in the book. I'm like holding it up. And now I work out four days a week. I've had two babies. This works. I'm telling you, like, I know that people are skeptical because it's what we see all the time. Like women, you want to do your cardio. You want to sweat, feel like you got a really great workout. And sometimes when I go to a strength training workout, I'm not even sweating when I leave, but I know that muscle is going to turn back on my metabolism. It's going to burn everything. I have definition that I didn't have, obviously, because I just was lifting like 10 pound weights. I didn't want to bulk up. Now I lift like 20 or 25 and I didn't bulk up. It's like my muscles finally came out and women just aren't taught that. So I had to write the book because I wish I would have read this book 10 years ago when I was just doing my cardio and not lifting. And I feel like people like personal trainers and um, people in the industry are like, yeah, like when they're like, oh my God, you look great. I was like, yeah, I just started eating more and lifting heavy. And they're like, right. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like women don't know this. Like women think do cardio and watch what you eat and don't eat a lot. And it was the opposite for me. And it was, I wrote this for the woman that's working out and just not seeing the results. Try it this way. Get this book. I promise you, like, I guarantee you that's what's happening. Your body's holding on to everything that you're putting in it because you're not eating enough. Let me say, I totally agree with you. I've been a personal trainer since 2010. Yeah. Yes. Everything you're saying is completely right. Let me say to anybody listening that is afraid of the weights, like you mentioned, Erin, yeah. you are not going to get big and bulky and looking like a bodybuilder because like you said, those women are working <laughs> their asses off to yes. that they are eating and they are lifting and it is like way harder than what any of us can do. <laughs> so, yeah. You're like, your body's not going to do that naturally just by lifting heavier weights. No, but no. it is going to make your muscles come out in tone. Like you're, and I just, fat. yeah. And it burn fat. It does at lifting heavier. I can eat whatever I want now. I feel like, because I put muscle on my body and it's burning it. And before I didn't have that, um, in muscle tone, like every, the women that are lifting the tens, I just want a little bit of tone. There was no tone whatsoever. When I had the tens, pick up the 15s, work up to the twenties and you're not going to bulk up. You're finally going to see muscle tone. And I, I never wanted to do it, but I trusted this trainer and 
I got the results at 38 after having two kids. So how did you start actually implementing a workout program then since you changed it entirely like 180 degrees? Yeah. Well, I used to do Orange Theory um, and it's a hit workout, like half treadmill, half um, floor. And I used to like sometimes even think about like doing the treadmill part twice. Like I wanted to get my cardio. Now I'm at F45. Um, it's like the Australian CrossFit. I love going on strength days because it's just, they have pushed me to lift so much heavier. Um, there's an accountability with that too. Like if you go to a gym like that, I see other moms and I see what they've done with their bodies and my obsessive personality. I've got to stay with them. I got to like lift heavier and they push me to a higher level of working out. When you start seeing the results, you'll stick with it. Cause then I started seeing muscle tone. I started losing weight and I'm like, I'm not even doing cardio. And that's what I was most hesitant about going to F45. Cause I was like, they don't have treadmills. Like how am I going to get cardio? And now I'm like cardio. I'm laying on the floor because it's functional training. Like you're using ladders and jumps and all kinds of stuff like that. You don't need to be on a treadmill. I mean, I, I run once a week. I'll do like a nice, like five, six mile run once a week, but more just like for my mental state, like to like, just breathe and just get away from, you know, everything in my life. Like I have two toddlers. I just need it more mentally than like fitness wise. The rest of the week it's strength training. Like I said, four days out of my week, one day a week in the middle of the week, I rest on the weekends. I'm just with my family. I'm checked in with them. I'm happier because I'm happier in my body. Balance works. So I wanted to touch on too. How did you even start writing a book? Like, how did you begin with that? And what steps did you take? Cause I know that there's people out there listening that have considered that as well. Yeah. That's so I didn't go to school to be a writer or anything like that. I put that in the book too. If you have a book in you, which I feel like any woman does write it, you can self-publish, which is what I did. And there's not a lot of marketing dollars behind that because obviously you don't have like a big publishing house that's trying to get your book everywhere. So they make money. You got to hustle it. So it's on my Instagram, but anyone can, you could write a book today, Sarah, and put it on Amazon tonight. It doesn't mean that anybody's going to buy it, but, um, so you do have to hustle it on Instagram, but Amazon has an awesome, um, self-publishing tool. They walk you through everything. What I would recommend, what I did is I got a professional to do my cover. I had a professional photographer, you know, shoot it. And then somebody laid it out. Someone typeset the book for me after I wrote it. So it looks extremely professional. Like it could be in Barnes and Noble, but I published it myself on Amazon and now it is going to be in Barnes and Noble. Like I, you can sell to stores. You can order copies of your own book on Amazon and put it wherever you want. I found writing at 36. Um, I just started blogging about my daughter and there's like the funny things that she was doing and I really enjoyed it. And then honestly, when this happened and this weight loss happened, I, I never in a million years thought I would write a book, but I had to. Like I had to share this message because it's so different from the message that I always thought, you know, women were supposed to do. So I just want to help the woman that's you know, working out and not seeing results. So I just started jotting down, um, kind of just on my Instagram, all the tips that I'm giving. And then I decided to tell my story, um, how much I struggled, uh, the eating disorders, like everything that I overcame. And then the obsessive dieting, the cardio, all the stuff that I did to where I finally got to the balance stage in my life, lost the weight. And then the rest of the book is like a guide stuff. Like I said, workouts, you could do at home with your kids, how to order at restaurants, like a skinny cocktail guide where you can get a margarita, but here's a way to order it. So that's a little bit lighter, um, but you're still out. You can still have your cocktail. Um, I put it up on Amazon. It took, I don't know, it was like out in print in like a week. And do not think that you need to get a publisher and pay a publisher. If you want to write a book, write your book, publish it on Amazon. I actually, I got a writing coach. That's another thing that all of my like thoughts that were just out on paper, I needed to run it by somebody else. And she kind of just 
honed it in a little bit more. Like you're kind of going off a little topic over here, come back. She kind of just reeled me in. She actually inspired me to tell my story because I thought this was going to be a guide for women to like get their body back after kids and make themselves a priority. And it is half of it, but I was kind of hiding. I never thought I would talk about my eating disorders with anyone. And I didn't really feel like it was necessary for the book. And every time I was talking to this writing coach, she would get confused at certain parts. And she's like, I'm kind of lost here. And it was always because I was hiding my eating disorder. And then one day I just said it and she was like, okay. And she goes, that's your book. And I was like, no, no, no. Like my, nobody knows about this. My family doesn't know. I sat on it for a couple of days. And then I was like, I went from saying I was going to go to my grave with these secrets about my eating disorder to describing exactly how I used to do it. And it was freeing. It was almost like it released me from it. And I was almost writing about someone else, like this poor girl that was going through this. And I'm 14 years removed from the eating disorder now. And finally at a point where I could talk about it, like five years ago, I don't think I would have, I still would have just been like, Oh no, no, I was fine. You know, and just freeing yourself from it, whatever your secret might be like, write it. And I've had so many women, like I've never met, reach out to me after reading the book and thank me for just being so open and sharing everything about it because a lot of people dealt with the same thing. And I don't know, I think women think that other women have it all together because nobody shares their struggles like that. So if you have a book in you, you can help someone, you don't need a publisher, you can publish it yourself on Amazon, write your book. <laughs> so um, the name of the book is Squats and Margaritas by Erin Washington, um, A Journey to Finding Balance. And it is so good and it's so well written. Um, it's Thank a fast you. read. Yeah, it's super interesting. And it's, it's real. It's real life. It's just like you're reading somebody's documentary, really. Um, and it's, it's really, it it's is real good. life. And you're a mom, like, I don't want someone to be like, and then in third grade, I went to like, I just, <laughs> here's what happened with me. Here's my struggle. Here's exactly what you need to do to find balance and telling people to lift heavier. It's like basically everything we've talked about tips, you know, for ordering out for working out just a guide, like a lifestyle guide to living with balance that I wanted to be a quick read. So I'm glad that you said that um, you can get the message. I mean, I, you can read it in an hour, but then still have it as a guide. Like I've got recipes in there, um, like lighter recipes, how you can still enjoy your life and lose the weight. Um, and this is on Amazon. It is. It's on Amazon and Kindle and paperback. Okay. Yep. Um, so obviously I will tag all of that in the description of this podcast and on um, my Instagram at Big Girl Talk Radio, um, all of Erin's socials and her book and everything like that. Um, with that being said, Erin does have a special giveaway for listeners and I will let her talk about that. Yeah, we'll have all the details on Instagram, but if you go and follow Fit Girl Talk Radio on Instagram, go, go ahead and subscribe to her podcast. Um, and if you follow me, squats and margaritas and subscribe to squatsandmargaritas.com. I'm going to give away um, a signed copy of squats and margaritas and a squats and margaritas tank top. Um, so we'll have all the details on how you can enter and when we'll choose the winner um, coming up on Instagram. Yes. And like I said, all that will be on Instagram at Fit Girl Talk Radio. Erin, um, before we wrap up and sign off, um, what's your number one tip for the cardio bunny out there that needs to make a big change to start seeing some results? Please trust me. You can still do your cardio, but add a strength training element to your program. Find a class that offers both. So you can still, I know mentally some people just need to get their cardio. You can do your cardio. Add a strength element to your program. You're not gonna bulk up. You're going to tone. You're gonna turn back on your metabolism and just watch what happens. 
Yes, Erin, I love it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time, for your honesty, um, for sharing your story with us. And I look forward to following your journey and seeing where it takes you next. Thank you so much. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Anytime Fitness in High Ridge, Missouri, where they strive to make healthy happen together with helpful, friendly coaches, thousands of welcoming locations worldwide, and always 24-hour access. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, have a great week, and as always, Just do the best you can out there, and I promise we'll talk again soon.